everybody, and welcome to this Xbox Life episode 478, Sea of Anger. I am one of your hosts, Mark, aka Wingman709, and that, that piratey growl you heard was my buddy Rob. Welcome to the Sea of Happiness and Bliss on my end of the <laughs> microphone. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob, also known as Prestar. Hello. <laughs> oh, I know why you're you got happiness and bliss because you didn't play Sea of Thieves. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Uh, you can listen to us live every week on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube all at the same time on Sundays, 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Pacific. Um, so let's jump into it. Uh, Rob, what have you been playing? Just played some Fortnite, and there's a couple of times where I was this close to starting Far Cry 5, and I was just so exhausted. <laughs> I was like... I'm just going to curl up on the sofa, put on some TV and like close my eyes, cover myself with a blanket and like, listen, <laughs> I work is freaking killing me. And I, I just don't have the strength to even like play much of anything. <sighs> um, but, you know, I did play a little bit of um, Fortnite. And then also I went back to Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein 2. And it was also <laughs> Wolfenstein. <laughs> and it was also a pleasure, a distinct pleasure to go around and hit the X button to pick everything up. I enjoy that so much. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh man. So that's about it for me. How about oh, you? Lordy. Uh I had a I had a couple two, three items. Uh first on excuse me, first, of course, is Gems of War. Um <sighs> Sea of Thieves, which I'm going to save that conversation for later. And that is the last time that this will be on my list. Um, I played some City Skylines tonight, actually. Um, man, that's, like, complicated. I remember playing SimCity back in the day, and, you know, it's essentially the same thing. Uh, my kids, actually, my two oldest, my two boys were in watching, and um, I think they're going to be probably booting it up in the family room here probably in the next day or two. Um, sure. They were pretty interested in it, but uh, yikes! It's it's like <laughs> it's tough, you know. <laughs> You're trying to lay out stuff, and it's a lot to it. There is. You're trying to think big, and yeah, doesn't quite work that way. You know, back in the day when we had games like I don't know, Seven Cities of Gold. <laughs> Do you remember that one from the Commodore sixty four? Oh, wow, at all. yeah. This is going way back. Yeah, back in the day, games were simple. You know, when it was just like, make your people happy, it's like you just turned the frowny face to smiley face or whatever it was. You know, now you have to manage, like, entertainment and taxes and pollution and, you know, noise and, I don't know, weather. Who knows what? You have to manage, like, all this stuff. It's so complicated. And way back. Yeah, back in the oh, day. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was back in the day, like 30 <laughs> seconds ago. No, I had to. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, my goodness. This is going to be a rough show. I got to find my mute button over. To mute okay. your. Yeah, because I, I can't e. mute through Skype when I'm hosting. I think it, it still picks it up because it's recording yeah. the PC audio. So I all apologize. Right. You won't hear that again. I now have my other mute button. But. Rob, I don't know if you, you're probably not aware of this, but Andrew 
our buddy from Australia, is watching us on YouTube, and he just chatted. Hi, guys. Watching you from a bullet train in China. Nice. Current wow. speed, 214 miles per hour. <laughs> Very cool. So TXL is cruising fast, baby. That is awesome. Andrew, I, I can't believe you're watching us live on a bullet train in China that's sweet. at that speed. That is incredible. That's so I cool. I think that's a first as far as we know, right, for the show? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, first of all, it might be the first time we're being broadcast or listened in China. <laughs> I don't know how many people from China listen to us. There's some. There's some. But uh, that's awesome. And on a bullet train. That's me. Yes. That is just super cool. That must be some killer internet on that train. <laughs> so I can't imagine like the cell tower handoff being very good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If you're man. using the cell network. Uh, it must but. just be constantly changing. Like, I mean, as fast as you're going, you must be just switching yeah. towers like every minute. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> so, cool. So, actually, what does that wind up being? Like, so what, 200 miles divided by 60 minutes? What is that like? 3.3 miles a minute. It, it's, so it's, it's cruising. Yeah. It's fast. <laughs> so, that's really cool. And he's mm -hmm. chatting, so. Yeah, very nice. All right. Um, okay, and I also played uh, Far Cry 5. I actually finished the game. And, oh, uh, wow. Man, I that ending is, I still don't know what to think of it. It was not what I expected, and I'm not going to talk about it. Um, because it's still too new of a game. Maybe, maybe in a couple more weeks we'll give give some time. But it's a long game. But um, it's uh, not anything like I expected. It ended very different than what I thought it was going to be. Um, and I, I honestly, I'm not sure what to think about it. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to think about it. But um, if anybody's uh, finished it, wants to talk. Hit me up sometime on Xbox Live. We can talk about it. So, very interesting. Um, if you're like, oh, it's going to have its typical Far Cry ending. No, that's not true. <laughs> okay. All right. And then I also, so that's what I played. I also wanted to mention, Rob, and this doesn't have to do with uh, any playing games, but and I'm curious if you've seen this. I went and saw Ready Player One the other night. Oh, very cool. And... So now I've never read the book. I okay, had I have okay. I had no idea what this was about. Mm -hmm. um, I know it was. I've heard this oh, book really? name. So you went in cold. I mean, you had no. I had no idea. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All I knew is like like all gamers seem to think this is like their Bible, right? The Holy Grail of video game technology books or whatever. I I didn't even know. I just know a lot of gamers are very familiar with this book. Oh, and you, then, you mean like. In that world, that that's the like Bible or oh, I see. No, no, no. I mean, like yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. in gamers real life, like, like yeah. gamers, gamers love it. Like it's like this story. is great. You know, oh, it's the greatest yeah. thing, right? And I, mm -hmm. I saw the trailer for it when it came out, and I was like, huh? You know, I had this like, what? I'm like, what the heck is that? I don't even know what this is about. This looks dumb. It doesn't make any sense. I have, you know, and I really didn't have a desire to see it at all. And the wife and I wanted to go out the other night, and we were looking at what was in the movies and. I, we had gone a couple weeks ago to see something, 
and that trailer played and she she actually said oh that looks interesting and i just looked at her like huh because you know? <laughs> i'm what? like i'm like i'm the one that's supposed to like this and i don't get it it doesn't even look interesting to me so we ended up going and i was a little concerned because it was like the earlier show was just packed and we didn't want to sit in the front row so we ended right. up going to like the 950 and i was like oh we're gonna be getting out at like 12 30 at night we probably are gonna fall asleep you know we're old we go to bed early yeah, you um, are. It, it was funny because she's like wow we're we're really stepping out of our element by being out so late because <laughs> you know, we just don't do that <laughs> you know yeah. if it's 10 o'clock man we're home and in bed but uh so we end up we went and neither one of us fell asleep which for my wife's pretty amazing <laughs> she sits down to watch tv and she usually falls asleep um and i do too if i'm on our couch but i come out of that movie and i was just like this was one of the best movies i've ever seen really it was amazing i loved it and it was and it was nice because i had no idea what to expect sure it was so exciting so cool I mean, you're seeing so many references to, you know, stuff in the past. I mean, I'll bet you there was stuff that I missed. There was, you know, there was stuff going by so quick, and I was trying to, there's Master Chief, and there's, you know, there's all oh, these yeah, different, yeah. like, iconic video game characters, and and um, I, I think it was, I don't know God of War franchise, but I think it was Kratos from God of War. I think, I think he was in there. I don't know if that's the right person, but... Um, if, if I think that's who that was, uh, but I mean, there was just like all these stuff, but it was, it was beyond all that, you know, it, there was a bunch of 80 references and stuff, which were cool, but the, the story itself and like how it relates, like my wife was even like, she's like, that's really, you know, she was like, that's kind of sad to think because that's kind of where society is and how we're all plugged in and we're, we're kind of dealing with stuff like that with our kids. We gave them cell phones, our two oldest cell phones recently, and our, our youngest got an iPod. And they're just like, boom. You know, it's like, uh, this is this is the way we see them run around with this phone in front of their face constantly. And, and it's just like, okay, turn it off. It's like, if we didn't say anything, they would be looking at it from the moment they got up to the moment they went to bed. It's like, sure. no, put it down, put it away, turn it off. And, and it's a constant battle. And it's just like, you know... And then we go see this movie, and my wife's like, I want our two oldest kids to see this, you know? Oh, wow. Um, and I'm like, yeah, but they're not going to get that part, you know? But it's the message of the movie. She loved it, and she's like, she thought it was sad, you know, because in a way, we're going there, you know? I mean, we already, you know, the VR stuff's coming in, and, and you know, if anybody says, well, it'll never get to that point, I think you're kind of missing something, because... First of all, we could very easily be there. People are already invested. I mean, look at myself. I look at how much time I play on games and how much time we put people in general put into phones. They're always on their phone. They're tied to that thing. They can't, you can't go without it now, right? Put your phone down for one day and see if you can survive. It's such a huge time sink. Like it is even just thinking like Facebook, for example, (laughs) where I actually had a, I took Facebook off my phone because you know, not that I would post a whole lot, but you're kind of like any idle moment. You're sitting there. You're like flipping through. Oh, look at this. Oh, so-and-so is over here. They ate this. Yeah. 
it's like, oh, look at this tech article. Because, you know, it, it curates some news, you know, so I get like tech gaming news and Xbox stuff. So, you know, so you get all that. And if you like look at how much time you actually spend looking at it, it's it, it's appalling. I mean, it, it's just horrible. It is. And so for actually, I still left it on my phone, but I took it off of the front page. Right. So you're not reminded to go into it. <laughs> and, you know, even though time is precious, I don't still don't have enough time to do everything that I want to do. I have just a little bit more time now. Yeah, you gained a couple of Yeah, but it, it is. It's the movie was really good. Um yeah. so I would encourage people, like, you don't have to be a gamer to go see this movie. Um oh and I, I gotta bring this up too. I'm I'm gonna side derail a little bit. Sure. Because I, I want to know your opinion. And I told her I was gonna say this. So we're driving home and we're having a conversation, and she tries to tell me that she's not a gamer. Oh, here we go. And I'm like, wait a minute. I said, you were sitting in the theater because we got there early. I said, you were sitting in the theater playing a game on your phone. Now, I'm the gamer and I didn't. I was sitting there watching the like the intro stuff and I was trying to talk with her. (laughs) You know, I'm on a date, so I'm going to leave my phone away. I'm like, you were sitting there playing a game on your phone. She's like, well, that's different. I said, no, 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 no. Mm -mm, You play mm -mm. on your iPad all the time. I said, you play board games, right? Well, that's not what a gamer is, you know? And then so she went, we had this kind of like discussion. and, And I get her point today when people say the term gamer, they are, I think, for the most part, referring to video gamers. And but I'm like, well, what were you doing on your phone? That was a video game, and she kind of like, oh, whatever. (laughs) She didn't want to be admit. She did not want to admit, and she did not admit that she's a gamer. (laughs) So, I've had this conversation in the past as well, and you know, I was, (laughs) I was told that, you know, I'm addicted to games. You know, whatever it is, it's like you know, you're you're just in this so much. Like everything you do, it's like you have a problem. And the person that was telling me this, I actually said, you know what? Yeah, I've got a lot of games. A lot of got board games. A lot of Xbox games. But at most, I'll play maybe a couple hours. Like on average, I'll play like maybe a couple hours a week at best. Like, especially now it might be a little bit later, just so busy, but a couple hours a week. And the person that did was just telling me this, that did not consider themselves a gamer easily spends four or more hours a day playing on their phone. And again, does not consider themselves a gamer. Now I have a distinction for this and that's that, People think of gamers as somebody who, like you kind of said, is hunkered down in front of the TV and they're playing Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, whatever it is. However, they might not be, let's say, a hardcore gamer, but they're a casual gamer. But a gamer is a gamer, right? Right. So the fact that you might play Candy Crush, words with friends, whatever, that is a game that counts <laughs> yeah, and as she much even, as you're in denial. She even tried to say, yeah, but I, I only play the, you know, like the single player stuff. And I thought, 
you've played Word with Friends. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you play board games. You don't play a board game by yourself. You play card games with the kids. Um, you've played Rock Band with me. Yeah, she's not, like, big into the console stuff, but she kind of thinks that because she doesn't do console gaming like myself and the kids. Or regularly. That she's not. Right. But she regularly, she plays games every day on her phone mm-hmm. or on her iPad. Sure. Even if you only do it for 30 minutes a day, you still play every day. How can you say you're not a gamer? Right. You That's know? a gamer in denial. Embrace <laughs> exactly. your inner gamer. See, I think there's a stigma. Is on Man, whoa. Going back a couple of years ago, on one of the earliest episodes of this board game life, we actually talked about the stigma of board games. And I think that this can actually apply of the stigma of being a gamer you know where it's like if if you are in a room like let's say okay mark let's say you're at a work i won't say work function or event but let's say you're in a conference room with maybe a dozen people all right this is for your job if you know, everybody goes around the table, let's say 20 people, they go around the table, introduce themselves a position and say a little bit about themselves. And you go, hi, uh, my name's Mark. I'm a cool guy. I do stuff for work sometimes. And I love to play games. What do you think people's thoughts would be? They'd be like, oh, he's a gamer. Yeah. You know, it's it's like a negative connotation, but why? Right. Why? There doesn't need to be. You know, there's <laughs> there's you know, it's like if that why is that bad and let's say somebody who spends 8 hours a day at the corner bar. I mean Exa- Exactly. You know, yeah. That's like society is, accepts that more than us. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that's being social, but you're antisocial and you're playing games. It's like, no, it doesn't need to be that way. That's that's all stupid. It's all yeah. screwed up. And the thing is, is that it's not, I'll say, the people that play the games that are at issue. It's the people that are in denial about it. Exactly, because you know? everybody plays games. Just, sure. I, the majority of people do at some point. I'm sorry, it's not your hardcore people that are playing Candy Crush. It's all the people who aren't gamers that are dumping thousands of dollars into Candy Crush. So, yeah. yeah and, and, you know, I, I bet a lot of our listeners have also run into this stuff. Actually, I'm curious. So there's going to be a post that I'm going to put up probably Monday on the Facebook group when I actually do go to Facebook <laughs> <laughs> on my computer, not on my phone. When I go over there and I post uh, the show on there, and I'm just curious, or maybe we'll start a separate thread. I'd, I'd like to see people's experiences, you know. Maybe let us know, and maybe we'll read some of this stuff. Because yeah. to me, this is sort of interesting. Yeah, you know, just society and how they react. Let let us know if you run into this. Well, I'm not a gamer, or people kind of ostracize you because you like games, because you have a hobby. It's like <laughs> really, come on. Yep. So yeah, we derailed this quite a bit, but that's all right. But one other um, thing too that I thought of too, yeah. th- there was something in the movie where the guy made a comment about how his friends were in Which the guy? Oasis. The main, the main guy, the main character. Okay. Okay. He, he when he, he was talking Wade, about so Wade Watts, Wade Watts, Wade Watts. I think that's right. That sounds right. And he's um he ta- he made a comment about his friends. You know his, his friends are in the Oasis, which is basically in oh, this yeah. virtual online world. And I was like, kind of thought about it, and I'm like, you know what? 
I think I have more virtual friends than real friends, you know, <laughs> that, mm -hmm. you know, like around me, like I spend more time talking and gaming with friends from around the world that I've never met then I actually do go out and do stuff with, you know, real friends, you know, around my neighborhood type of thing. And sure. so I'm like, yeah, see, and I'll bet you a lot of people are that way. You know, if they really were honest about it and thought about it, it's like, you know, not everybody. And we're probably a smaller group of people maybe that have a lot of friends online. Um, Cause I know like you and I, we have a lot because of the podcast. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, it's, you know, when I think about a friends, I do consider like a lot of people I game with, you know, um, like Carbide, for example. I've never met the guy. He lives in Canada. But I consider him an actual friend. We have talked so much. We have played games so much. You know, I, I, I we're, we're actually friends on Facebook, too. So I've seen pictures of his family and his kids. And, you know, it's just like, yeah, we're not, you know, it we're not friends. Okay. We've never met, right? How can you be friend? But that's the way the world is with social media and stuff. People do have more friends. And I, you know, I've met uh, Jesus, uh, from horrible gamers. I've met the him. real one. Oh, okay. I've, <laughs> someday I'll meet the real one. Um, <laughs> yeah. but I've met Hopefully Jesus walks a, a lot from, uh, yeah. you know, from horrible gamers. I've actually met him twice. Uh, the last time I met him, uh, I got the, he brought along uh Penpoint red, uh, who's a, a big fan in their community. And I've met him. I've met, you know, we've both have met Brun. You know, I met Brun through here. Uh, I met Moronic mm -hmm. Cow through uh, Xbox Podcast. You know, I've met him in real life and stuff. So, you know, there are and people Peter I've Sisson I've met also. Right? Yeah, I met him. Yeah, actually, and him and I are actually I became him. real friends yeah. and still are to this day. He still calls me. I'll give him a call. Uh, we actually spend more time talking on the phone than we actually do gaming because yeah. he's uh, considering crossing back to the dark side again. So I might have to remove him from my friends list, but <laughs> uh, okay. but that's another story. But um, yes. yeah, it's just like you know. So there's a you know for so if anybody's like, oh, that movie, it's just Hollywood. It's just it's so unrealistic. <laughs> where are we today? You got to look at all these different pieces. Yeah. Yes, we don't have a uh, the oasis where we put the virtual headset on and we're running around in this, but that's not that unrealistic. And it's not that far away. You know, that's the yeah. thing. And when you do get to that point, it's kind of scary. This movie kind of is like, wow. You know, it's it's a great movie. So even if you're not a gamer, I highly recommend you go. Uh, I, and again, my wife's, remember, her own words, she's not a gamer. She liked the movie. Um, you know, she said it was very entertaining, but, it you know, also the story was very interesting to her. So... Yeah, I highly recommend it. But anyways, yeah. So I've I've seen the movie and I've also uh, read the book, and uh, I could say that from a nostalgia factor, the book has more to it. So it does call, like, if you grew up as like a gamer, I'll say like you know in the eighties, you know probably also some nineties as well. You know, you know you did your gaming back then. You know it. It goes into a lot of it, and the movie, I think, was modernized a little bit, so it could also appeal to younger audiences as well, and, you know, they might not get the old, you know, Space Invaders. <laughs> I'm just using that as a, as a little right. example. 
you know, they might not get it because they're not really familiar with the game, although they might be because it's in some arcades now in a new form. But, um, yeah, there's a heck of a lot more nostalgia and there's actually a lot more to the book. So I, I would I would say, like, if you want, get the book or get it on audiobook. I, I bought the book format. yesterday. The actual physical I, book? I actually bought the physical book. I, Dude, that I, is so 80s. I, but, well, hey, <laughs> I still don't like audiobook. Yeah. I've never done an audiobook. And I don't think that I would, because, like, I listen to podcasts, and I'll, mm-hmm. I, it's, like, more background. So I tend to, like, I'll be like, what did they say? You know, and I have to go back five, ten minutes or something and replay because it's like I'm focusing something else. All of a sudden, I don't even hear it. So, you know, and I've done digital books, but I don't really like them. I like a physical book. Yeah, you I know. Get it. So I bought one, um, and uh, I will attempt to read it. It's it's good. It, attempt. Attempt. <laughs> you make no promises. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> yeah, because I think the audio book is, I think that's uh, narrated or read by. Quill Wheaton. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's how they said it on Family Guy. I, I thought he did it, if I remember right. But but it's good. It's it's a good story. And and I will add to what you're saying, what you said a couple minutes ago, that, you know, we, 10, 20 years from now, whenever it is, you know, we might not be in that same situation. However, <laughs> you know, I totally know what you mean by the limitations of distance are no longer a factor in friendships. Yeah. You know, it used to be like, I remember when I was little, we'd call my grandma in Europe and well, she was in Europe, but we weren't calling her from Europe, but we're calling to Europe. But anyway, so we were calling her and it was a huge ordeal to make the phone call. It was expensive. It went over satellite. There was echo, there was delay, terrible yeah. quality. That's all gone. Yeah. Now we instant message. We text Everybody's got a cell phone. You can call anybody in the world in one matter, one way or another, phone, Skype, whatever. You can talk to them instantly. And yeah. Andrew's on know, a on a freaking train in China going yeah. 214 miles an hour, and he's chatting with us as we're broadcasting right. live. I that's mean, right. You know, we got China. <laughs> we got Chicago. We got Seattle. I mean, this is like multi-continent. You know, and it's well, it's also like somebody from australia in china right <laughs> so it's <just> even <laughs> more mixed to it I know. and you know you know you left chicago years ago like what was it about 11 years ago 12 years ago almost um i left in 2010 oh, eight, eight years ago oh 2010 okay so yeah eight years ago you left chicago and we we're still able to maintain a friendship even though you know now two states later you're you're further now than you ever were for me. Actually, no, I take that back because Europe and Middle East were further. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but even then, didn't we communicate with ICQ or something? I thought, or at least no, email. no, no, because no, okay. when I was over there, man, I had nothing. I yeah. had no phone, no internet, nothing. So, yeah. I, in fact, I never even got on the internet until I returned from overseas. Mm-hmm. So. You're like, this is amazing. <laughs> But, you know, so, yeah, times are different and, you know, you know, it's, it's tough to, you know, it's, it's tough to say what's going to happen. But, you know, VR's coming around the corner. I mean, it's it's here. It's kind of a novelty right now, but I'm sure they're going to make it better and it's going to be way more interesting. And, you know, look now we have Xbox Live. 
That's kind of like our oasis, I guess, to some degree. It's here in its rudimentary form. Well, we have avatars, right, on Xbox that are, yeah, quote, yeah. represent us. So, um, yeah, it's now we just need to virtualize it uh, to with a headset. Them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Or like the new, what, emojis or emoji things that, like, the phones have. Yeah. You know, that's... <laughs> that's the first step but yeah <laughs> ready player one excellent <laughs> excellent um all right so we're gonna move on uh you can support us at patreon go to the sexboxlife.com forward slash patreon um and a thanks to adam sunday for uh joining our becoming a patron uh we really appreciate that um you can also and this is a monthly thing that you would set up uh how much you want to donate to the show each and every month so we really appreciate all our patrons uh, if you want to do a one-time tip Go to the sexboxlife.com forward slash donate and you can that's a one-time uh tip um you can also subscribe to our channel on twitch mixer and youtube we really appreciate that so we're going to jump into the topics um first we have did, rob did you get a chance i know we talked about this when the inside xbox came up last month it was a like an hour-long show very high production values put on by Microsoft. Did you see that last time? I think you saw the whole thing, and yeah. I had only seen about half of it. Yeah, yeah, and I actually started rewatching it with my son. It was good. It was good. It's great. Yeah. It was it was mm-hmm. a great show. Well done. Yeah, I ended up. I did eventually get to um, watch it all, and uh, it was really good. If you guys, <clears throat> excuse me, if you missed it, um, definitely go back and check it out. Uh, you can see it through uh, the official Xbox YouTube channel. They do have that out there. Um, but this coming week, in fact, I think it's tomorrow, April 10th, at 3.30 Pacific Time, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 11.30 p.m. UK Time, and it'll be April 11th at 8.30 a.m. AE Time, uh, will be the next episode of inside xbox and um this time they are going to kick it off with a big piece of news it says one of our most common requested or one of our most common requests is for original xbox backward compatibility news and we'll be starting off the show with a big update on just that so that is tomorrow um um, on again you can watch it on mixer youtube i think they're going to be on twitch as well um, so check it out. It'll probably be on the Xbox Wire page, uh, which is the official news page. So I'm hoping to, in fact, I need to put that in my calendar right now because <laughs> I don't want to forget. I'll be at work. I'll have my mixer up, so I'll probably be able to watch it. But um, don't miss it. 3.30 Pacific time. So I'm going to do that right now. Because I'm really curious as to what what's the backwards compatibility. Are they just going to name a bunch of stuff? Because we only got like one batch of old games, so I'm curious as to. It's like and they're saying it's like fifteen or something. Like that. Yeah, I mean there was quite a few, so I'm I'm assuming they're just going to say here's like a second batch, but they're they're saying it's just going to be a big update on that. So some people speculated maybe we're going to get achievements added to those games. I don't know about mm, that. Yeah. I I think that would entail like going back in and like you'd have to add code into the games. I don't think we they could do that i don't know i have no idea but or how about uh 
So I know I've heard this somewhere discussion for this, but oh, I'm sorry. It's Tuesday. Tuesday, April oh. 10th. Today's the 8th. I apologize. It's not tomorrow. Yeah. Tuesday, April 10th. Still the same so, times. <laughs> okay. So maybe it has something to do with live. Oh, crap. That could be I won't be able thing. to watch it. I'll have to watch it. Later oh. that <laughs> that, because I'll be where I talk to you before the show. <laughs> I, won't, I can't. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm still putting it on my calendar. <laughs> so I'll see it that night, though, on the replay. But anyway, yeah. sorry, Rob, you were saying. No, what I was what I was going to say is um, maybe it's got something to do with Xbox Live because the old Live is gone, and I don't because you know, I don't think I've tried any of the the original titles yet. So I would imagine that they're like offline games now, right? Yes. So maybe they're going to do something with Live. So original games can be multiplayer or something again i i don't even know if that like again i don't even know if that's possible um i don't know it'll be interesting to see what they say so yeah yeah but so that's happening all righty and we'll definitely report back to you guys next week in case you do miss it we'll let you know what we've talked about um also i think i mentioned this i thought i mentioned this last week ghost recon wildlands um, they're, they're doing a year two, uh, DLC plans. Um, uh, so what they're doing, the first big update is going to be called operation one will be released, will, will be released on April 10th, which is Tuesday. Um, and you can see the trailer obviously, but it's going to add teammate customization, which will allow players to customize teammate outfits with every item they've unlocked for their own character. We'll also include a new PVP mode called sabotage. This is an objective holding mode, which comes with five maps. The update will also include a new PvP class, new weapons, and new perks. For, PV, for PvE, Special Ops 1 will add a special themed mission and challenge, as well as content planned for Update 5 called Reinforcement, and Update 6, Bravo 6, on Ghost Wars' original roadmap. This will be a $30 digital uh, Year 2 Pass for Wildlands, will offer all six of the Year 2 Ghost War classes, include a week of early access. It will also include exclusive custom packs, four special ops battle crates, and four Ghost War battle crates. So that hits this week. Uh, so for your Wildlands players, more content coming out, which is neat. So they've done that with Rainbow Six. They're actually now, Rainbow Six Siege is now into its third year. Um, of content. So Wildlands now is getting a second year. It looks like that's going to be kind of a long-term. Kind of makes me wonder, Far Cry, we know that's got a season pass. Um, there's like three new content standalone pieces coming. Um, makes me wonder if there's going to be uh, like a, maybe they're going to do a part two to that as well. Uh, Ubisoft seems to be getting on board with stretching the the life of their games, which I think is cool. All right, Rob, this next one, <laughs> I'm not sure what to think of this. PUBG developer is suing clone game developers. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. um, so they've launched a lawsuit against Chinese publisher NetEase, which it claims has infringed copyright by producing two games for mobile devices that bear striking similarity to PUBG. Um, and they have 
they have pictures up of it and uh <laughs> it it is it's a extremely similar <laughs> so sure it, it almost looks like a copy and paste and they just changed a few colors <laughs> um hey that's what happens in uh in the mobile space yeah so i'm just wondering um what do you think about this because like Fortnite, when i first came out i mean it's essentially the same thing as PUBG. it's just you know, there's there are a lot of differences to it, but when it the when Fortnite Battle Mo, uh, Battle Royale came out, it was like okay, you're you're first starting out, you're all getting all your players, you're all running around just like in PUBG. Then you get on the plane, and in this one instead was a bus, but you know you're going over the island, and you, sure. you drop in, and you know it. So can they go after Epic? You know, can they go after anybody that does it? Or do you think Fortnite's enough? There's enough change there um, that, because to me, it's like a copy of it too. They just did more changes than what this Chinese company did. (laughs) So this kind of stuff has come up in the board game world quite a bit because there are companies which will copy, I'll say, a system used in a board game and then there might be a lawsuit or people might call for a lawsuit. Hey, these guys are totally ripping you off. But the general consensus with this kind of stuff is basically that a, a game itself technically, um, or let's say a game idea or a system of sorts it is not copyrightable. In other words, like just the thought of having a game, which is a first person shooter, which uses, you know, dropped ammunition and weapons, and you run around going from place A to B, shooting people and protecting yourself or a home base or something like that. You you can't copyright something like that and make it your own. And that's why we have so many games that use the same kind of, you know, um, system. You know, like we have Battlefields, we have, you know, the Call of Duties, we have, you know, even other stuff which isn't necessarily, um, which isn't necessarily military. You know, everything from like your what, what's, you know, Deus Ex to Tomb Raiders to, you know, all these games use a similar kind of thing. They do have different stories, and such. But where you can protect yourself is if there's something that makes it distinctly you. So, for example, if there's a a platformer, all right, there's a platformer game. If you have a character which is a hundred percent ripoff of Mario, yeah. that's a no go. Right, that's a showstopper. But you know, you can have a different character that does something a little different, like let's say like a Sonic, and the game is slightly different, and that's perfectly okay. You know, so, you know, that's how we have the Sonic games, and we have the Mario games, and, you know, what, 20, 15, 20 years ago, that was like the big competition between systems. So, you know, that's okay. But if you totally copy something where people are 
you know, like one of them is rules of survival. My son played it. And, you know, when I see it, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that is PUBG, <laughs> No <laughs> doubt about it. But, you know, similarly, you know, like uh, Mark, I play this game called Clash Royale. You might have heard of it a couple of times. <laughs> Never. Heard of there it. are total <laughs> ripoffs of Clash Royale. Like there's one I forget what it is. It's like it looks like a Minecraft version of it, but it's totally the same. It yeah. is totally the same. And if they wanted to, they I'm sure they could they could sue them. However, there's other companies which took the same idea and they made it go like sideways instead of up and down on a battlefield or uh -huh. it's a scrolling field. That is technically enough to make it a little different. One of them is <laughs> actually even a Star Wars game. But you know, I, I know I'm kind of going off the deep end on this thing over here, but you know, I think rules of survival and what was that other game? Um, cause there's two of them, right? Rules of survival and oh, the article. Uh, I, what are you talking about? The one on the article? Yeah. They're, cause they're, I thought they were going after like two games or yes, that there I is tool and knives out knives out knives out. Oh yeah. Knives out. Yeah. So I don't know about knives out, but I do know about rules of survival and it's a total ripoff. And, and with this, you know, I, I think because they've copied it so much the, and they've actually made it, they're, they're banking on that. You know, that's why they did it. They made it and they probably cranked it out real fast before, um, or oh, what's, what's the name? PUBG, PUBG or whatever that comes, PUBG Corp. You know, before they could even come out with their own version of it, and they're profiting from it. And they probably think, hey, even if we get a year's worth of money of ads and purchases or whatever, you know, that's millions of dollars, maybe even billions. Yeah. And they'll do it as long as they can. Yep. Now, to talk about Fortnite, you know, that's kind of a gray area, you know. So, you know, I, I know they're really not charging for it. There's really no ads or anything. Well... I guess you pay for skins and stuff if you want right. with V bucks, but you know, I think that that game has a little bit of a distinction. It's not a hundred percent copy. You know, they have, you know, the, now they have vending machines. They have, you know, the building, you know, there's enough of a distinction. You know, the overall game is kind of the same last man standing. You, drop in on an island and i think that that's kind of where the similarities end i don't know what, what do you think are, are there more similarities between the two between PUBG and fortnite I, I, I think i think that's where it it ends because you know fortnite's not a realistic shooter it's nope. a cartoonist shooter you Let's got try. like yeah. i saw one the other day this guy there's now a homing rocket and he fired oh, yeah. it, and he swung it around behind him, and then he timed it where he jumped his character up and landed on the rocket, and he yeah. and he was flying himself around. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it a, was, you know. But thing. and there's a building mechanic you build in the game, which is really neat. Um, so yeah, it's not identical, but it's like before you get into that point, you know, when you're watching the first time I saw it, I was like, oh wow, they just ripped off PUBG big time. You know, yeah. you're, you're, it's not a plane, it's a bus, okay? You know, sure. uh, you're not parachuting in, you're gliding in, right? I mean, it. You yeah. know, they made some changes, but 
we all know why they made that game, you know, sure. because of the popularity of PUBG. Um, but I think theirs is enough difference. And you can't, and that's the thing is like, you can't copyright a 100, you know, player, you know, a battle royale. You cannot copyright battle royale. That is a mode. Like Gears of War came out with a horde mode. Now everybody right, right. has a horde mode, right? They sure. just call it something mm-hmm. different, but it's still the same thing. Um, and, you know, it's, so I think PUBG needs to just focus on getting their game out and getting more maps um, instead of just, what, two on the PC um, and one still on That's Xbox. Three. Is it three now on PC? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, we've and, got a story about Yeah, that. so um, Xbox, even though we're in game preview, Xbox is going to get, uh, PUBG is going to get a the Miramar map, which is the desert one. That's going to come to Xbox One in May. So in May you'll you'll have a second. That's map to next play on. month. Next month, yeah. Yes, if so. you're going, oh, that's so far away. No, it's a couple weeks. Yeah, it's not that far away. So, but uh, you know, it, it, I think the game does need more. And it it you know, Epic is just pumping out content like crazy, um, and it, it's really neat to see. But that is, for those of you that are enjoying all that new content in Fortnite, you are going to see that slow down. So Fortnite dev is actually, they're going to slow down their patch schedule and focus on improving bug fixes. Yeah. Um, so that's, so they have announced that and their patching schedule, they're going to do, they're going uh, to, they're going to slow it down to once every two weeks to improve the bug testing. So. That's it, still pretty good. It's still I mean, pretty darn quick, yeah, but it's yeah. not like there's been so much stuff coming out. It's like I don't play it, but I watch it often. And yeah. it's just like it's like every time I watch it, I was like, well, that's new. That's new. Oh, look at all oh, this. Yeah. Look at all of that. Look, it's just insane how much stuff they can put out. And that game works. You know, yeah, it um, works really well. It works yeah. very well, um, which is kind of interesting. Know, they, you know, they have had some server problems, I think, just. You know, they grew too fast to some degree. And, um, you know, that was only like a one-day thing, and they they resolved it. And, you know, like you said, there's been so many patches, like, I can't even keep up. Like, my son will tell me, he's like, hey, Dad, they got this. And I'm like, well, they just added these, because they had llamas for a while that were strewn across the map. Yeah. And it's like, now they have vending machines, they just added llamas. And then... Yeah. The other day they ended that they added that uh homing missile. It's just it's nonstop. But for the people that play it a lot, I mean it's it's keeping it fresh. It's keeping people involved. Well, what they say is the Fortnite the Fortnite patch schedule will alternate with the new content update and won't affect the weekly content for the game. Players will still get new features every week without the need oh, okay. for an update. Starting ah. this week, we are doing things a little differently. Every other week, we will drop new content without the need for an update. These will be called content updates. This new cadence allows us to iron out more complex bugs while continuing to provide con- fun content every week. Um, I, I mean, that doesn't even make sense to me because they're like, we're still doing it every week, but now we're flipping it to every other week. Wait, well, if you're doing it every other week, how can you still do it every week? So, yeah, yeah. So I think well, 
maybe there's a difference between a patch and their content updates. It's it seems kind of confusing to me, but the title is they're going to slow down patch schedule to improve bug fixing. Okay. But uh, all all still good, and it doesn't sound like it's going to really slow down too much. So they're still going to be pumping out the content. Okay. Um, and then, oh, oh, one other thing I wanted to mention. Um, the uh, Rainbow Six Siege devs are cracking down on toxicity. Um, and I know there was, I read recently about an article about a lot of different companies getting together and talking about, and we may have even mentioned this a week or two ago, about the toxicity out there, like in the game environments and and people just being, you know, going in and griefing and, you know, just being obscene on, on you know, just nasty to people and obscene and they're like doing studies like why do people tend to do this because they don't do it in person a lot of people don't but then you get the anonymity of the internet and you just become a moron um, but the <laughs> you developer get Jay and silent bob coming over to you exactly so they're gonna they're starting to work on uh cracking down on the toxicity in the game's multiplayer modes um they said in their blog they detailed features coming to the the game to improve player behavior a number of short-term changes that have been implemented including a chat monitoring system ubisoft's going to track individual players use of racial or homophobic slurs in issuing bans based on severity ranging from days and weeks and permanent to permanent ex exclusion from the game ubisoft also plans to implement a means to address international team or intentional team killing Tracking and disciplining long-term offenders. Further functionality for muting and filtering the game's text chat will be arriving during Season 3. Players will be able to individually mute and filter out a voice and text channels from toxic players. Uh, they said this is just the beginning of the plans to address toxicity in Rainbow Six Siege, asking for community feedback and developing further tools. So, I'm all for that. <laughs> yeah. What you got, Rob? Okay. So this thing just floored me. I almost fell out of my chair <laughs> about this. So five years ago, when the Xbox One was teased, you know, back in the day when it couldn't work in a submarine. Right. They teased a game called Below, yeah. which was... You know, a rogue-like game. When I say rogue-like, I know a lot that's people throw that term around. There was a game years ago called Rogue, which was like a top-down dungeon game with like little teeny tiny characters. It was cool. It was it was fun for the time, and um, you know, a lot of people like that style of gaming. Maybe a little nostalgia and such. So. This is the game that they teased back in 2013 at the reveal, and it just sort of like was there. It, the the game, the company Capybara Games. I mean, they never shut down. <laughs> I was, which is a big surprise, because um, you know they haven't had a whole ton of titles, but they've been working on this game apparently for the last five years. In addition to prior to the reveal, and uh, they've announced that it's. A 2018 title so i was like holy smokes this game is finally coming wow. out and it 
better be worth the wait. Supposedly, it runs at 4K, 60 frames per second on the Xbox One X. And I would imagine it would hopefully run at 60 frames a second on Xbox One S with, uh, you know, the the graphic style of this game. So, I mean, it's it's a top-down game where you see, like, this little teeny tiny little itty-bitty dude just walking around. They released some footage from the Xbox One. It's like 20 minutes of gameplay. If you search for that online, below Capybara Games footage or whatever, um, you can find it. So I'm pretty stoked about this, and this is a game that I'm definitely going to be getting, but I was just shocked to finally hear that it's coming out. I mean, it's like a, it was a big old tease, kind of (laughs) like, what's that one game you like? It starts with a C. Uh Yeah, Smackdown. The the, the game that should not be mentioned. Yeah, Crackdown. Yeah, Smackdown. Yeah. Smack Smackdown 3, the wrestling game. <laughs> no, but uh yeah, it's uh it's supposedly going to be arriving later this year. We shall see. But the gameplay footage is out there and it looks cool. The graphics look kind of neat and I tend to like the games that have some interesting graphics. And this is a yeah. this is an Xbox exclusive, correct? Uh yeah, yeah I believe it is. So for those correct. on Game Pass, it should be included. Oh. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> Yet another game coming to the Game Pass. Yeah. I mean, mm. um, I, I don't know. I don't know if it'll be in Game Pass. That would be awesome if it was. It's, uh, first but party. I, I, don't, I, I wouldn't think it would be, though. I'd be surprised if it was. Well, but if this is... Um, my fingers crossed. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. Let's see. Yeah, the game is a console exclusive, and it's in development for PC. Right, so I so I correct. I would expect this to be in the Game Pass. It's a Microsoft published title. I hope you are right. <laughs> so um, another thing I wanted to talk about, and this is another nostalgia game for me, was Spyro Reignited Trilogy is coming out later this year in September-ish or so. It's going to be out on uh, PS4 and Xbox One. If you're unfamiliar with Spyro the Dragon, first of all, where you been? And you obviously haven't played any... Skylanders. Yes. That's the only place I know them from. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there was a a couple of games. This is going way back to the original PlayStation, the PS1 time, I think. I don't think... Yeah, it must have been on the original PlayStation that I played it. It was fun. It was a cool game uh, for the time... You know, that was, you know, quite a few years ago. It was over 20 years ago, but I believe it came out. But uh, they're going to have the, was it, three games. Their titles are, if I can find it here. One, two, Spyro, three. <laughs> the Dragon, of course, <laughs> is the first one. And whatever the other two are. Okay, I can't find Spyro the Dragon Two and Spyro the Dragon. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, he's he's a little romping, frolicking dragon. I don't know. He's just running around, (laughs) shoots flies. Uh, He's he's cool. It was it was a great um, game back in the day, and they've upped the graphics. It's not just one of those lame ports that look exactly like it did twenty years ago. They improved the graphics. It's been HDified, so it joins all the other games like Crash Bandicoot from the same time and 
what the banjo kazooie and, yeah. and all those. So if you like those, you'll probably like this as well. Cool. So very cool. And I'm, do you have a Spyro figure on your I, shelf? I know not you not behind me. They're they're I got several of them that are in a in the thing. Kids have them in the mm. family room in a big basket full of Skylanders characters. Oh, and here here I found the title Spyro Two. So Spyro the Dragon, and you were correct, Spyro Two, <laughs> but it's called Ripto's Rage and Spyro Year of the Dragon. So there it's going to retail for forty bucks, and for all three pre-orders. Games. Yeah, $40 for all three. Cool. And uh, pre-orders are live right now, so you can pre-order so that they don't run out of bits. Exactly. Prior to September 21st. <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah. And um, going into the rumor mill, I just thought this was kind of interesting to see what you think about this, Mark. So there's a rumor afoot that Microsoft pulled some shenanigans and snagged the marketing rights to a bunch of games that are coming up, uh, supposedly, namely, including Borderlands 3, Splinter Cell, Cyberpunk 2077, Battlefield 5, and Anthem. So exactly what does this mean from what they say? Um, basically... Microsoft is going to be able to advertise the Xbox One as the lead platform with all of these games. That's awesome. So basically, the trailers that are released for these games, and you know there's going to be a lot of trailers for these. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the trailers are going to get the little Xbox uh, you know, video at the end. Yeah, I imagine... Was it that that one screen that we see all the time? It says Xbox One. Yeah. Like, uh, was that like a green screen, sort of? Yeah. Well, yeah. And it'll probably have something about, mm-hmm. you know, true 4K only on Xbox One. Yeah, or, or available like, on. They're gonna have. They're gonna have to have something in there about only on Xbox One X. There'll be some yeah. kind of PR marketing line, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You'd better. Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna put that money down, you better make it sound like you're only going to get that. And the best versions are on the X. So, mm-hmm. you know, put that in there. That, yeah, I saw this story and I was like, uh, you know, it's rumor. You know, I hope that, it, you know, I do hope it comes to fruition. Microsoft needs to, they need to do it. They need, they need to be, have the name yeah. out there. People need to see it. People need to know and, and um, they also need to have a bunch of exclusives. They need to announce a bunch of real exclusives, not console launch exclusives, not, right. you know, I'm, I'm talking stuff that you can't play on Nintendo or PlayStation. Um, and I don't care if it's Windows 10. I, to me, it's still an exclusive. It's exclusive to Microsoft. So I don't care that, you know, if you, you know, that a game comes out and it's on Xbox and Windows 10, it, it doesn't hurt microsoft at all it doesn't right. hurt the xbox that's still an xbox exclusive in my mind in my in the way you know because when 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 sony's doing an exclusive it they're saying you know they're they're just saying you can't play it on nintendo or or xbox you know so it's got to be the same you got to view it the same way all around 
Mm-hmm. So, so there's, and I know there's people like, oh, I don't want them on Windows. It should only be exclusive to the console. Who cares? You know, it doesn't matter. My, it, it's exclusive to the Microsoft platforms, period. Right, right. It's still the same company making the money. <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. if they sell more, if they get to sell more copies of that same game because of Windows 10 and PC gamers, that benefits the console gamers on Xbox. We might get a sequel or we might get more games like that that are, are on both. So, but yeah. it's still an exclusive. But none of this launching and saying we got 52 exclusives and in reality it was like four <laughs> you know it's like come on yeah you know, so and those four indie titles yeah <laughs> or Which or come out or, on or, thursday or two of them actually ended up getting canceled eventually so yeah yeah and we're still waiting on the other two <laughs> it's like are they gonna cancel them or not mm-hmm. so but that'll be cool so, if, it, if it works out yeah, like the one thing I wanted to mention about this is, you know, and I'd say in this generation, the tactic that I think the companies have used is basically to lock in a game. And this is kind of what I wanted to talk about. You know, they wanted to lock in a game like Sony had, what, the content for um, COD, yep. wasn't it? Well, yeah, the content Xbox for- had Xbox 360 had all that, and then PS4 took that away. And sure. Xbox didn't pursue it with Xbox One. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, they had that, and then Microsoft, you know, pulled the whole Tomb Raider thing, right, with Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. Where it was out, was it a year? It was one year. Yep. Prior, yeah. So both Tomb Raider and Rise of the Tomb Raider are both. Now, this third yeah. one is not. It ships right. on all platforms on the same day. That's fine. But... uh you know, I I think that this is something that, you know, doesn't hurt people, doesn't deprive them of a game, you know, whether they're your customers or not, whatever. It doesn't deprive people of a game, but it gives Microsoft kind of like a leg up in advertising and recognition and, and so forth. Yep. So that... It, it's cool that they did this and they locked in a bunch of games and not just one title. Yeah. So it's like a little bit of a shift because, I mean, Anthem looks like it's going to be a cool game. I don't remember when it's coming out. You know, I Battle don't think we got 5. a date. I think it's going to be 2019 yeah. for, for Anthem. Yeah. So, yeah, Battlefield 5, big title, Splinter Cell. You know, everybody's looking forward to that. Borderlands 3. Yep. That's hopefully going to be a good title. Cyberpunk 2077, I, I'm having a... That's a by the developers of uh, Witcher. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's huge. It's going to be huge. CG Project Red. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah, so, you know, that, that's some major titles, and yeah. it's cool that they did that. If this is legit, supposedly this came from, you know, sources close to the Xbox team. Okay, so... I'm in the same room as my Xbox. Is that close? <laughs> close enough, I guess. <laughs> that's the question. How close? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that's that's some interesting news. And then uh, I did want to add one last thing. And this is kind of neat, sort one of. One more thing. One more thing. So, you know, the new Marvel movie, Avengers Infinity War, is coming out soon or did it, i don't remember if it came out this this no didn't no come out this it's week. it's 
later this month. I think it's month, in May. Right? I believe it's in May. Oh, May? It? Anyway, it's coming out in the next, next couple weeks. So the Xbox Avatar Store, uh, you can look for it on the marketplace. I don't know if it's on the consoles. They have a whole bunch of free Avatar items that you can snag. Like um, there's a Captain America suit, Star-Lord suit, Thor suit, Iron Man. There's a Rocket Companion. That's like a pet, isn't it, or something? Rocket? Doesn't he's a he's yeah. a raccoon. Yeah, but a companion. Oh yeah, that isn't that be... a little dude that? Yeah, kind of. It's like a runs around like a dog or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's April twenty seventh, by the way. So you're correct. It is yeah. this month. Yeah, Hulk companion. Um, there's a Thanos gauntlet. So there's a whole bunch of stuff, and it's all free, which is uh, which is kind of nice. So you don't have to. Splurge your DLC. You don't have to pay money, money for something we don't use, anyways. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, if that interests you, check it out. So it looks like there's 19 of them, and they're all free for now. For now, I don't know about next week <laughs> or tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oops, that's someone's right. like, "Oops." It <laughs> <laughs> was supposed to be 18 dollars each. Exactly. We gotta pay for those uh, trailers for. All those games like Anthem and that <laughs> stuff. They got to get their money somehow. Yep. But anyway, that's all I've got. All righty. Well, Rob, you know what time it is. Oh, yeah. Today on this Xbox Live. Get ready for some major strife. And boy, am I going to rant. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about Sea of Horrible Crappy Thieves. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so, so my buddy, Bo, you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. um, I was talking to him, what was it, Friday? I think it was Friday, Thursday or Friday. And I'm like... Oh, you got to get the Game Pass. He was talking about possibly buying the game. And I'm like, dude, just get the Game Pass, man. I'm like, you're going to spend 60 bucks on the game. You can get Game Pass for six months, you know. And I'm like, that way, if you don't like the game, you know, at least you got other games you can play. And That's you can true. still you can still drop out of the Game Pass after a month. I said, there's even free week free trial offers if you want, you know. So he ended up joining Game Pass, downloaded the game, and um, Vengeful Jedi... Uh, and Commander Sisson and I all got you know got together. We kind of ran him through the ropes, but he only had time for like one initial mission. So we did one initial mission, <clears throat> and I'm like, yeah, you know, hit us up next time. You know, we'll get together and we'll run you through some more stuff. So he left. Uh, Vengeful Jedi and I stayed on, and I had a higher ranking uh, Souls. What's that called? Uh, I forgot, but it's the Souls or the um, it's not the merchant, not the gold hoarders. It's the order of the souls, I think. So we, we, I threw that mission down 
and we ex- he accepted it, and we went after it, and it was like, you got to go to these four islands and fight these captains, and it turned out to be like six skeleton captains. So we were going to get six skulls out of this, but it was on four different islands, stretched all over. So it took us quite a while to get to all these and fight them, and then we had one island glitch, so we actually left the area because like, the captains wouldn't spawn. <clears throat> all of a sudden, everything just stopped. We could still hear the music, but no skeletons were spawning. So we left. And we were going to go to the next one and then come back. And after, as we pulled away, the music stopped. And I was like, hey, the music just quit. What do you think? Maybe we'll just swing around and go back. Maybe it'll restart the thing. Um, and we went back and the music kicked back on. And we still, nothing happened. And then, and then uh, uh, Ventral Jedi saw that there was a skeleton, like, wedged in a rock or under a rock or something. And he, he killed him. And then, boom, all of a sudden, everyone started reappearing. So anyways, we, we had gotten to the third island. We had a total of four skulls. We were headed to the fourth island. Um, oh, we had also found a message in a bottle, and we were headed to um, the fourth island to get our last set of skulls. And just as we were getting there, um, I, I, looked, I was looking at the map, and I look up, and all of a sudden I see a sail. And I was like, oh, crap! So I run upstairs and I look out and there's like, I'm like, there's a ship right behind us. There's a ship right behind us. <sighs> Next thing you know, we're sank. Oh boy. And I'm like, this is the part of the game that I hate, you know? And I, and I get that it's, this is the way the game is designed. It's like, you know, this is the pirate's life, right? You go out and you can raid ships or sink them or whatever. But the thing, it just annoys me that, We've put in, we put in about probably an hour to an hour and a half of work. We were having a good time. We were had loot. We were going to go cash in. I'm like, this will probably pay pretty good. And we didn't get it right at the end. After we've done this hour and a half worth of work and about to put in probably another 15, 20 minutes, uh, uh, maybe another half hour by the time you get to cash it all in, um, your game's over just like that. Boom. And, and you lose everything. And it's just like, you know, a lot of people don't have tons of time to play. I've got, I'm pretty lucky. I got the ability to play a lot. Um, but it's like, I don't want to sit and waste my time. I don't want to play Sea of Thieves. I like Sea of Thieves. The game is really fun. I don't necessarily mind the grind. It's kind of a fun game, and I, I have enjoyed it. But that's the part I don't like is the whole PvP part. There's no, that's why in in the division, I didn't, very rarely would I go into the dark zone because I just didn't like that I can go get something and then someone can take it away. You know, it's like, I'd rather play against bots, AI, you know, or, or just, you know, just it's PVE is what I want. You know, I, I don't like other players coming in and griefing and this is, I think it's a big problem and I think. Yeah, I get it. I, I understand what they want and what they're getting to, but I, I, again, it comes to me, it comes to the point of, I don't want to play for two hours and then have to worry. I'm like, to me, it's, this game is stressful. Because you're like, okay, we got something. Well, oh my gosh, we better hurry back and drop this one off. Even though you can't just go on your path and do your four or five. And like, when you get up to a legend status, then you get like eight missions, you know, then you have to do them. All at one time. You can't even log off. You have to complete it all. But how are you going to be able to do that when people are constantly, you know, attacking you and sinking you? You know, and people can say, well, you just need to get better at the game. 
yeah, maybe, but you can't get, you know, it, it, it's just the point that I don't want to waste my time of an hour, two hours, three hours, uh, or like we tried one night to do a fort. We're trying to do one of those skeleton forts. Another ship came in and, and wiped us all out just like that. Why some of our guys were in at the fort. We had one person on the ship, me, and I was shooting cannons at the fort trying to wipe out, you know, so you're not even looking behind you. You know, and you're not going to complete the skeleton fort unless you have your people going in there to fight it. It's so it it just kind of stacks and rigs the game against you. And it's like, I don't want to go and attempt a multiple hour event to just say, oh, you just spent two hours doing this and now you got nothing to show for it. No additional rank ups, no extra gold to buy anything. And it's just like, it's a waste of time. I'd rather go play something else. And that's essentially what I've done. Um, I'm done with the game. I'm not going to bother playing. Oh, wow. it. I just, there's no point until they can take that part out, which they're not going to because it's all part of the game design, right? But this is, this is not the game for me. And I know I've talked about it, how I was surprised, how much fun I had, but this has happened too many times now that it's just like, nope, I want no part of it. I really don't. It, it's just, it takes the fun out of the game. I don't find it fun, you know, um, but that's me. So I'm done with it. Um, don't bother inviting me. Um, I'm just, I'm done oh, with the man. game. I'm, I am, I'm done with it. And I'm, I, but it, again, I got nothing really bad to say about it. It's this one mechanic that's in the game that allows people to do that. And that, it's just, I don't like that. You know, some people love it and that's great. It's just not for me. Um, if they ever remove that, or they, you know, I know there's a, they were trying to work on some kind of griefing thing, um, where they put the boat, they spawn the boats twice as far away or something. But it's like, if, if I can still be destroyed and lose everything that then no, I, I just don't want to bother with it. So that's it for me. I'm done. Wow. I'm done ranting. <laughs> you know, this rant, I don't think you were as fired up as you were in past rants, but you were very passionate about this one. You weren't like as riled up. I'm tired. You were like, this was a frustrated rant. It is because I like the game. I do enjoy it, which was a surprise. I just don't like wasting my time in a game. And, no, and, it, and it's it. like, okay, you know, you might say, well, you play Far Cry 5, and you may be tackling a base, and you you might get killed. Then you got to respawn and go back at it. But the thing is, I didn't lose anything other than the time. You know, I still have right. any XP I've earned, all that stuff. This is you lose all your gold. You don't you don't gain anything while you're traveling, right? You right. you have to go get the stuff and turn it in. And then like someone says, well, go turn it in after every time, but. The way some of the stuff is spread out, you're gonna you're just stretching your timeline now that you're gonna be out, you know, twice or three times as long because you're constantly trying to go back. And you could go back to the um I already forgot what it's called, but like the outpost to turn your your loot in. But what's to say there's not a ship already there? There's been people sitting at the outpost waiting for people to come in. They kill them, take their loot, and they cash it in, and they get all their rewards, and they never had to go out and do anything. Right. You know, that that is just super frustrating to me. I don't, I just, nah, garbage. <laughs> don't like it. 
I mean, it, again, it's it's a personal thing, you know. Uh, it's just frustrating because the game, if it didn't have that, this game would be a tremendous amount of fun. And there's a tremendous amount of grinding. I mean, that's the other thing. Like you compare it to Destiny, right? You yeah. grinding out stuff, but you're not having to deal with people killing you and stealing your stuff. Like that. That's that's the difference. This is like the Dark Zone into division which i don't enjoy and i didn't like and i didn't go in and play i tried it a couple times but yeah i was like nope it's not for me and unfortunately this entire game is the dark zone right it's, it's not for me i can't rant I because the, the game's doing what it was meant to do you know it's not right, like right. a bug it's not like a glitch it's just it's it i'm disappointed that that is the way the game is designed in the way you know but they're you know, so again, it's just a choice, uh, just for me. I don't, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's clap. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> All right. What you got, Rob? Okay, so um, you can send us a voicemail by going to this xboxlock.com and click on little voicemail widget. We would love to hear from you, and we will use your recording. On the show, if it's appropriate, I guess. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess you can send us all sorts of stuff. Not that we want you to. We want you to send stuff relating to the show. Uh, another way to do that as well is you can record an MP3 and send it to us via email at contact at this Xbox Life. So uh, anything you send. If you want to hear yourself on the show, ask us a question and we will play it on the air. We're also on Twitter. You can find us at this Xbox Life dot com forward slash twitter or search for just what at this xbox life that's another way to do it uh we do have a facebook group i mentioned it earlier in the show i know a lot of our listeners already know about it they're already members but it is a closed group which just basically means that uh you have to ask for permission to be in the group and anything you say in the group stays in the group it's kind of less like las vegas right right mark yeah whatever happens in vegas stays in vegas so whatever happens in the group stays in the group. So if people are not in the group, they can't see what you're posting. You know, like if you're just posting stuff in the middle of your workday when you should be at a meeting or if you blew off a meeting, you know, they can't bust you that way on Facebook, at least. Well, unless they're also members in the group, but then you should have known that. So we do have a bunch of Facebook messages this week. We've got uh, a handful over here. Should we read them now? Absolutely. Yeah, let's do it. Here, I'll take the first one. Uh, first message is from Brian. He writes, what game have you played that had a lot of hype for greatness? And when you played it, uh, and wait, and when you played, you went, it's okay. It's no Blake. What do you think? Oh, you just <laughs> talked about one, didn't you? <laughs> I'm trying to comp- contain um, yourself. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to compare what Sea of Thieves because it had a hype for greatness. And when I played it, it I would say it's no uh, Clash Royale. I can't even say Destiny because I don't like Destiny either. Yeah. Um, Division. Well, no, you know, I no, I I think I can't believe I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say, yeah, I played Sea of Thieves, but it's no Destiny. I think I have to do that because I still. I still put a tremendous amount of time into Destiny because I liked the gameplay 
and I thought the story was fun and running through there. And I did, I did do multiplayer stuff, not the crucible, but yeah, I would still say that, um, yeah, this is no destiny. <laughs> That's what I'd have to say. Sea of Thieves is no destiny. Yeah. For me, uh, I don't, I can't really think of a game that had like a ton of hype. Oh, wait, I'm going to use one. So a game that had a ton of hype was Gems of War. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> and I say, it's okay. It's no Clash Royale. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's weak. That is weak. It's true. Whatever. It no Clash Royale. That's because, ridiculous it's because Clash Royale sucks. <laughs> and Gems no. of War is above that. All right. So John writes in. He said, okay. if we don't get a bunch of new IPs at E3 or earlier, should Phil Spencer start being held accountable? Uh, I would have to say yes. I, you know, he came in. I had to write the ship. Um, we've got the S and the X. Um, and we, if, if what holds true to Rob's rumor, we're getting a bunch of uh, marketing deals to put the X in front or an Xbox in front on all these new titles. Um, I think we are going to see some IPs. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, he's had time in there now. And, you know, they obviously don't hop right out and land in your lap easily. It takes time to build these. But uh, I think he's probably had time. So I'm expecting IPs. And I want new IPs that are actually going to release, not get canned, like Scalebound and Fable yeah. and, you know, probably several others that. Uh, you know, possibly crackdown. We still don't know the word on crackdown. So, but we are going to get some stuff this year. We did get Sea of Thieves. We are getting Sea State of Decay 2. We've got the next Forza title coming. Um, there was an, I know there's another one or two that I can't think of at the moment, but uh, we, we do have stuff. Oh, and possibly in crackdown supposed to come out this year, but there was one other one. I can't remember. It was a, a fifth game, but, uh, yeah, I hope to see more. What about you, Rob? Do you think uh, Phil Spencer should be countable if we don't get it? Well, I mean, although he is an influencer to a great degree on the platform, you know, he doesn't control other companies at all. You know, I, I think that he's only got the reins of the Microsoft Studios. So, you know, from that limited aspect, you know, he can only do so much. You know, especially considering the development cycle of these games, you know, it's not like how it used to be where one dude did a game and, and that was it. You know, now it's like teams of hundreds of people and it takes years to get these games, you know. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. That's another one coming this year. So we've yeah. got five, but I guess they're not new. Ori's a repeat. They did a case yeah. repeat. Crackdown's a repeat. Uh, Sea of Thieves was new. I forgot what my other fifth one was. I guess we only got one new IP. Oh, yeah, Forza. So we only got one new IP out of the five I just said. So it doesn't yeah, count. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, you can have like awesome old IP games. You know, does it, does, do we like need new IP? It would be nice, but, you know. I think it's nice. I think it's good you know, to have it's some about, new stuff. I think we're due because, you know, a bunch of the stuff that's been out lately, I mean, it didn't really go anywhere. Well, right? I guess we'll have to see. Yeah. And I, so I it, guess I, I took his question as like exclusive 
because you said we'd hold Phil Spencer accountable, but get a new bunch of new IPs. I mean, new IPs can still come and still be multi-platform. Right. So, but I, I took it since you're saying Phil Spencer that I'm taking, he meant, he means exclusives, uh, right. new IPs for Xbox. So I, I, yeah, I'd love to see it. Yeah. I mean, let's get it. I don't <laughs> know if he should be held accountable, but he should be. An he's, influencer he's the man at the top of the food chain, man. Oh, but not for everything. Just like, just right. Xbox. He's got a seat at the, he's got a seat at the big boys table now too. He's been brought nice. into the senior leadership team. So nice. Okay. Uh, next one is from Bo. Bo writes in, when will we get a good VR headset for the X? We're not even going to answer this. I meant to delete this question because he already said he's going to go back to the dark side. So just for yeah. VR. <laughs> Lame. It's overrated. It is. That's what I keep telling him. And he's like, makes you hurl. <laughs> you got all these cables running around. You're going to trip. You're going to fall over and smash your head on your coffee table. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah. So, <laughs> You know, this is where I mean, we, we've talked about the, the VR stuff quite a bit. And this is where I really say that Microsoft got burned with the Kinect. So any of these, well, they got burned on the Kinect and they've seen the PlayStation stuff like with what the wands or whatever they call them. Move controllers. Yeah, the move controllers with a little ping pong ball and the controller. Yeah. You know, all that stuff. It's gimmicky, and in the end, people just want the core gaming experience. Yep. So I think Connect is a big lesson learned for them, and they're going to tread very carefully. You know, I think VR, for Microsoft to produce one, I would speculate that VR has to be firmly rooted as the next big thing that is coming, that is here, that it's usable. And then I think they'll jump on it. I'd be I, surprised if I'd be surprised if they do it with this generation though. I think they will do it because and I've said this I think for the last couple of years I've been expecting it but when they were talking about the Xbox One X when they were first teasing it they mentioned VR. They talked Todd Howard was on there about how to do Fallout VR like in true uh 4K and and stuff like that and you know, we've they just didn't have the hardware. I believe we've got the hardware now. The Xbox One X, I believe, can do it. It's more powerful than the PlayStation. The PlayStation, my understanding is you have to have a separate box that attaches to it to to help with that, to, to, to drive that to the headset. Um, and I think the original headsets weren't even, like, couldn't do HDR and stuff like that. So, you know, we've got the box I really kind of, and, and they got all these developers now, like you can buy headsets from Dell or an Acer and HP for like 300 bucks. Um, and I, I would expect this year for them to come out and talk about, you can buy any kind of headset you want from a piece, you know, from one of those PC manufacturers, because the Xbox one X, you got to remember it's a, it's a windows 10 box. It's a windows 10 device. So it's got drivers for those headsets, you know, and I do believe that Microsoft wants, wireless because mm -hmm. the wires just get in the way it, it it it's a um it's additional hurdle for it um so i i think it's i don't think it's a bad idea i i do hope to see it this year but again am i going to jump on the board on the on on the train with it probably not it'll yeah. probably be crazy expensive and but 
it would be the Xbox that would actually get me to purchase one and try it out. Yeah, and and supporting other companies' headsets, I think, is different than them coming out with their own. Right. I don't think so, they'll do it their so, own. Right. Yeah. <laughs> support is very likely. You know, just like how they're planning to support what keyboards and mice and and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, just supporting another PC peripheral. You know, that I think that'll come. But them to have their own, like developed and stuff like that, I, I don't see that this generation. Right. I agree with that. All right. So Jeremy writes in, um, what does the community think of an official TXL theme song? So if you're wondering who Jeremy is, he's the one who did the Wingman's Rant song, and he's done the Rob's New Releases song. So he's now asking the community for their thoughts on on this. Um, And then, Jeremy, I would recommend asking, too, in the Facebook group um, and uh, getting some feedback. Maybe put a poll in there. We'll get some feedback from there. So look for that uh, or write in. Uh, if you guys want to send voicemails or emails, write in and answer what your thoughts are on a, on a new official TXL theme song. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Sai uh, writes, do you both subscribe to Game Pass? Well, I do, and I know Mark I do does. You talked about it. So, yep. yes, we do. Uh, Phil sends in, uh, I game a lot less in the spring and summer. Do you guys do the same? Uh, I would say no. I think I game pretty, it depends. My <laughs> my gaming might slow down in the summer due to the fact that there's less games. You know, there's not a lot of new stuff typically coming out, but it seems like lately they've had stuff come out pretty much throughout the year to keep me going. Um, you know, I still, uh, when, when we're home and the kids are in bed and we're done with the activities, I'm going to put some gaming in. So <laughs> vacation time. Yeah, yeah. That, that hampers stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, and I find, uh, like free time is, well, free time is hard to come by for me as it is the summertime in the past couple of years, my son's always done summertime sports which are in the evenings and they eat up a lot of time, you know, not to mention cutting grass and yard work and, and all that other fun stuff. Send your son out there to make him do the grass. Yeah. Right. Make him earn his keep. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe in a couple of years, (laughs) but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely challenging you know, especially vacationing and so forth. So, yeah, for me, when the weather's nicer, there's just a lot of other stuff calling my time, and it it really depends on work schedule too. Because work is the big killer for me; it just sucks up so much time. There's not enough left for anything else, including sleep and gaming. So, um, so to some degree, yes. So it's what so what Xbox needs to do is they need to make their own device that's like a switch. Xbox needs their own switch. <laughs> yes. That would be the greatest thing ever. But yes, a little handheld. That'd be fantastic. Yes. Although, I do have to say this, and that's that once you get spoiled at having a, you know, either a monitor or a mm-hmm. big screen, playing on the small screen is a little tough. 
it's yeah, a little tough. It beats not having anything to play on. If True. you're on the road or you're, you're taking vacation, you can easily pack that switch with you and play on the airplane yeah. or, you know, uh, and, you know, if you're on vacation and you can still get some gaming in that way uh, using a portable device. So. Yeah. Like, like you said, it would have to be something like a switch where like, if you do take it on travels, let's say business travels where you can hook it up you can. to a TV somewhere. You can. Right? I did that the yeah. first time I traveled with my switch. I took yeah. the little dock and it has an HDMI cable, plugged it right into the hotel TV and I played on the TV. Yeah, because I had a PSP back in the Ooh. day, and like one big challenge that I had was just it was such a small screen. Like you know, like let's say you're playing, you know, Sniper Elite. Imagine trying to snipe someone <laughs> on, you know, it's it, granted it's a bigger screen now. Like on the Switch, it's what seven inch, yeah. I think, or is the whole thing? Uh, anyway, it's like six seven inches screen size. You know, that's a little challenging to do something that requires, you know, detail versus, you know, a 46, 50, 55, 65, whatever size TV or even a right. monitor. Because everybody's right. got like, you know, at least 24 inch monitors. You know, there's just it's it's hard to see the detail on the small screens, especially when your eyes are going. <laughs> yeah. And Hey, can't see reading stuff. stuff on the big screens are hard for me. I'm like, let's just yeah. say I'm constantly squinting at it. It's like, because oh, the bigger yeah. the TV gets, the smaller the text gets for some reason. <laughs> yep. So, and I have a problem now where you know, I've always been nearsighted, and my contacts that I wear have, you know, at some point they what they do is when you're when you're nearsighted and then you start needing glasses to read, for example, what they do is they make one eye, which is like your dominant eye, they make it geared towards reading and your other eye is more towards distance. Uh -huh. And you just learn like if your right eye is more geared towards reading, that's the one that's like your dominant eye. Right. Like they always, there's this cool thing and this I guess is only for the for the Twitch viewers and stuff like that. If you hold your hands in a triangle, you see this mark? Oh, so I know exactly what in, you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you look at something in a distance and then you close one eye. The one that you see it with, that's your dominant eye for distance. And then they take your other eye uh, and make it for reading. Well, because I have this difference in my eyes now, it's really hard to read something small with right. my contacts in. If I take my contacts out, it's it's fine. But when I wear my contacts, it's like it's hard to see detail. It's like annoying. You almost need glasses with contacts to do that. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's a problem with detail on those little screens. But yeah. anyway. You're just a whiner. Maybe you yeah, should make you give you the rant section. I know, right? All right, I think it's time to find out what is happening this week. Okay, 
All right. For the week of April 9th through the 12th, the retail releases or online releases or whatever are the following. On April 9th, we have Masters of Anima, Xbox One X Enhanced. On the 10th, we have Extinction and Owlboy and Robocraft Infinity. This title is... Go ahead. What? I think you're going to say it. (laughs) Yeah, it's a console launch exclusive, Xbox One Enhanced, and Xbox Game Pass. There you go. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that game. It's just, uh, I don't know. Looks like too much effort. <laughs> anyway, uh, on the 11th, we have Bomb Slinger, Wise Origin, Hellblade, Sinua's Sacrifice. We talked about this one uh, a couple weeks ago. The graphics on it look pretty pretty cool. I mean, it's pretty amazing. The game's kind of trippy, looks like. This game is but, supposed uh, to be amazing. Yeah. I've heard just such great stuff about Hellblade. Yes, yes. Because this is what came out like over a year ago on PC, I think. And so, PS4. Yeah. This, yeah. this was like, uh, I, I guess the Sony fanboys are all up in arms because they're like, what? This was supposed to be a Sony exclusive. And it's, yeah, it's it was just a timed. Exactly. Where? And uh, we also have Earthlock Festival, Festival of Magic. And then Deep Ones, also Xbox One X Enhanced. And lastly, on the 12th, we have Regalia of Men and Monarchs Royal Edition. So nothing really major. We've got a couple of things and at least one thing here going into Game Pass. Games with Gold are continuing. Is what? When's the switch over? I think next weekend. Yeah, so next weekend is a switch over. So still for uh, Games with Gold on Xbox One, we have Super Hot continuing through mid-month, and new for April was The Witness. On Xbox 360 and backwards compatibility, we have Cars 2. And uh, yeah, next week we'll tell you what's coming up for the end of the month. And then lastly, as usual, if you make any purchases on Amazon, make sure to use our affiliate link. You can find that at thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon. That will take you to a landing page. Just choose either U.S. or U.K. store, whatever applies to you. If you don't see anything there, check your browser, the ad blockers and stuff. Block the Amazon link. Thank you, ad blockers. But... uh, You can whitelist our page if that happens, and hopefully it shows up for you. But it doesn't cost you anything extra. You don't have to just buy Xbox materials. You can buy anything at at, uh, Amazon. Make sure to use that each and every time. And um, it really benefits the show. Also, if you're an iTunes user, please find the show on the iTunes store. Give us a five-star review. That's another great way to support the show. It doesn't cost anything except a few mouse clicks, a little bit of typing. And uh, the more five-star reviews that we get, the more we get boosted in the store. It helps more folks find out about the show, grows the community, and makes everything better. Awesome. Also, we're now broadcasting on Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube. So you can uh, choose the platform of your choice, whatever is your favorite. And um, and watch our content. 
And then lastly, uh, thanks to Learned Your Lesson for the two songs, uh, mine and Mark's, uh, in the show. And I believe that's about it. You got anything uh, else to add, Mark? Um, I, yeah. One thing I wanted to tell you earlier when you were talking about board games, and mm-hmm. this is kind of out, I just uh, for those of you that have kids, and your kids always want to play games with you, um, this is a great one. This is fun for the whole family. It's it's goofy, It's but it's a lot of fun. Um, it's called Quelf. Q-U-E-L-F. Hmm. Um, it's, it's got a lot of silly stuff, um, which the kids will just absolutely love. Like, there's, you know, things you got to do. Um, sometimes you'll have to, like, every time somebody rolls a four, like, today my son had this one. There's these things. Every time someone rolls a four, you have to stand up and act out like you're this weeping willow and you're crying and humming this sad song or something. And, I've had one today when we played. It was like after every round, every player was done, I had to award them points. The points were completely meaningless, but I had to do it. And if I skipped one or I didn't, and any one of these things that you don't do, then you have to go backwards, and and, and it, it can add up. And then there's just stuff like you don't say anything. Um, you know, you just got to put a shoe, a balance a shoe on your head for an entire round or something. You know, it's just there's – and there's trivia-type stuff or – you know, name things and you got to go around and it's just a lot of fun. It's a really good game with, uh, for families. So that's Quelf Q U E L F. I do recommend that one for families. Okay. So fun time. Mark likes party games. Yeah. Well, that's, kids that's are always nice. wanting to play stuff. So, you yeah. know, it's nice to have something kind of like this. It's just funny. You never know what to expect, uh, when you have to draw cards. So, <laughs> And it's it's just silly stuff, yeah. Yeah. you know. Like my wife just cracked up on one today because it was like, if you had to do something, and if you, oh, it was somebody has to to hum the theme song to Chariots of Fire. Well, the three kids don't even know what that movie is, and but it was like, and if and if nobody uh, could do it then the family like everybody had to streak around streak naked around the neighborhood or something like that and then it was like just kidding but you got to do something you know but they were like but find something like silly to do my wife's like there's no way you know she's like you better know this she's like don't you know that theme song and i'm like oh i've heard it a million times a long time ago and then i'm like i and she was getting worried i was like i think i know what it is because and this was before i knew what she was talking about not that she would streak through the house but um but it was just silly stuff and it's just kind of you know and i did do it and then she had to so the thing is as i was humming the song she had to get up and like pretend to slow run and you know and it was just there's so there's stuff you act out and you know uh one i had to one time um i remember i had to i was reading the card the first time we played and it was like don't say anything jump up and run in, you know, run through the house or something and, you know, get in another room, splash water on your face and then come back and, you know, and then you had to say some kind of statement, you know, like, oh, did you see that bear or something like that? So, I mean, you know, uh, we're sitting there and the kids are looking at me waiting for me to, you know, as I'm reading my cards, all of a sudden I just run up ah, and I start running and they're just like, what the heck's going on, you know? 
And so when I come back, there's just, you know, and I had water all over, like I was sweating. And did you see that bear? He almost got me, you know? And it's just like, they were just dying laughing, you know? It's just fun little quirky things like that. It, it's just a really fun game for a family. So, and I get nothing you know, from that. It's just sharing, yeah, <laughs> sharing stuff with you guys. You know, if, if you like that silly stuff like that, there's, there's another one which, uh, it's it's interesting it's interesting you know another party style game so you can play with a fair amount of people there's a hygienic aspect to this and um the game's like watch your mouth or something like that did you ever hear about this one mark no no so what it is is you get these like mouth guard things oh i think i have seen this yeah you you put it in your mouth so kind of like you know, yeah. it opens your mouth, and if you're self-conscious about your teeth, this is not <laughs> a game for you, apparently, <laughs> or your mouth or yeah. anything. Yeah. So what it is 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 it prevents you from speaking properly, and you right. have to say phrases, and people have to guess what you're saying. Oh, yeah. And and it's actually funny. It's like people drool all over themselves. and I have seen this, YouTube. but I was like, yeah, I'm like, no way, because... You could do it one time, and that's about it. I wouldn't stick any of those things back in my mouth after well, that. Yeah, that's that's the thing. <laughs> but it did look like it's, it'd be funny. Yeah, I don't remember how many it comes with. Maybe it comes with one. <laughs> Only one. Share it. <laughs> share it. Your drool and stuff. Yeah, that's. Ugh. But uh, yeah, it's. You know, they're they're coming out with these really funky family party games. You know that are little slapstick like there's that pie face game and yeah this thing and it's it's interesting good stuff interesting yeah good stuff good family stuff family fun all right better than having everybody buried in their phones or their yes. xboxes yes absolutely family time is precious <laughs> all right well i've got nothing else so if you don't rob you got anything no sir i'm i'm good all right. Well, thanks for thanks for tuning in again, everybody. And uh, Andrew, safe travels. Thank you for sticking around and watching us on your train trip from. Let me double back here. He said he was traveling from Ben uh, Beijing to Shanghai. So, okay, cool. cool. Two places I think would be awesome to visit. So, uh, have a good time. If you get a chance, uh, you're welcome to take a selfie and send it into us. Of you should get a picture on the train listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, thank, uh, safe travels. We'll catch you next time. Uh, thank you guys. We'll be back next week. I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. And I'm Rob Olson, Rose Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you all next week. <laughs>